This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When I break down why I'm so disgusted with what Shonen Jump just did with their latest cancellation right now, you're going to be like, oh my God, what the heck is going on? Make sure to subscribe and hit that bell because you got to be notified when there is some BS going on around the world of anime and manga. But fam, y'all don't even know right now because we got a whole bunch of stuff. First of all, we finally got the official halfway mark sales for all of the manga of the industry. A new Dragon Ball Super trailer with Goten and Trunks got everyone going nuts. As I said, a cancellation that has me absolutely disgusted. Disgusted, and there's just so much more that we gotta go into in this episode of Horror News! The only news source that provides anything and everything anime and manga related. And we don't bore you. We get into it. Let's do it. No matter how you Yeah, people, I am going to lie. This episode, we got to start a little bit on 10 because I can't start off with love when I'm upset in terms of what Shonen Jump just did to Ayashimon. In case you don't know, the creator of Hell's Paradise had a new manga, Ayashimon, that had a lot of potential. Same scenario you've heard time and time again that I reported of like Hungry Joker, Barrage, Iron Knight, Red Sprite, you name it. The cancellations of the series that have the potential because the Japanese readers aren't immediately gravitating, it pisses us off. But what they just did with Ayashimon, is there even any point in investing in reading a weekly Shonen Jump manga anymore unless it has a full-on anime announcement or something like that or it's already completed because this is outright like disrespectful towards the fans like this is straight up Shonen Jump saying you know what we appreciate that y'all supported for 25 chapters Ayashimon by the creator of Hell's Paradise very big deal and screw you we don't care we, we, we don't care or you could even throw it on Nujikaku I don't know who made the call to do this but fam in case you don't read Ayashimon I'm gonna fill you in on the very last chapter the very ending of how this series ends because you ready for it you ready for it it has no ending that's like if right now in the middle of my sentence you're and that's vital information that you just missed out on, right? Now relax, that was just an editing trick. I didn't say nothing. I just wanted to give you a demonstration of it ended horribly with no ending. That's right, people. Literally, the last page of Ayashimon is just in the middle of a fight. If that isn't cancellation at its absolute worst, nothing is. Like, how do you do that? How do you go into a story? How do you start off a manga and 25 chapters in? It's like, we're in the middle of a fight and... and, and that's it. It's like, and I've seen what Shonen Jump has done. They've had some egregious endings. The ending of Hungry Joker to this day kind of takes me off because it was like... We was in the middle of greatness starting and then they did this big round table captain think like Aizen and Bleach with all of the freaking Espada around him. Like they had this really epic ending but at the very least it was like they tried to give some type of ending. Like literally Ayashimon could have been that hey we're at that final fight and whatever he decides to walk away from boss life or something like that. The fact that they went this route like oh my god. Because Ayashimon's final chapter and final page were released that got everyone crazy and volume 2 and 3 will be released June 3rd and August 4th respectively the series ended abruptly without any signs of finishing the story properly nor are there any notifications of final chapters continuing on and jump magazines like Magu-chan did because there's other series even going back to Neurorise of the Yokai Clan when there's not a really good ending in place and there's like a decent amount of invested readers usually they'll be like okay one of our sister magazines will give you three extra chapters so you can wrap this up they didn't even give him the courtesy of that they just said you know what you didn't do it you didn't meet our expectations despite the fact that I felt Volume 1 sales were not that bad. And I'm going to actually give you a really good example of why they're not that bad. Because we got some other segments talking about sales down in this episode that you're going to want to check out as well. But in particular, one of the latest series from Kodansha Magazine, I covered it here on the channel, called Gachi Akuta, just released its first volume and the first week sales are in. And I'm telling you right now, unless otherwise I state, Gachi Akuta is probably going to continue on and be the next thing in that magazine. But its sales for its first volume, after a full week out on stands was about 
12,000 some mod copies. I want to say it was like 12.7. I'll have it here up on the screen so you can see it for yourself, but it did around less than 13,000, right? However, Ayashimon from Shonen Jump did, with its first volume, about 16,000 in a full week. And Ayashimon is ending, and Gachi Akuta in a different publication is not. Now, you could argue that expectations are different. You could argue that maybe in that weekly Shonen magazine release and Kodansha, for them, 12,000 is a lot, but for Jump, 16,000 ain't a lot. But there's plenty of other series that have continued to go on in Weekly Shonen Jump that did way less than even Gachi Akuta. So it's just kind of puzzling that we're probably within the next three to four years going to see Gachi Akuta with an anime and everything, and Ayashimon will be a distant memory. A series with mad potential and Weekly Shonen Jump, really cool characters, cool fights, mafioso stuff, and Yakuza, and all of this really cool stuff. And it's not going to go anywhere because 16,000 ain't enough for Weekly Shonen Jump. And again, you could argue, hey, if that's their expectations and it's their magazine, then so be it. But my whole thing is, dog, you got to give the readers some type of conclusion. You cannot do this. This is so disrespectful to literally stop. Like, just imagine. I, I can't. Uh, like, imagine Naruto just randomly ended in the middle of, like, the Rock Lee versus Gara fight or something. Or imagine One Piece ended, like, in the middle of Luffy punching Arlong or something. Like, you would be like, what the hell are you doing? And yes, there were a lot of people that rocked with Ayashimon. So you cannot say that there wasn't any backing. It's just that Shonen Jump is a little bit bougie, fam. Shonen Jump on some bougie stuff in 2022. I don't know exactly what their expectations are, but it appears that 16,000 first week ain't enough, especially if there's no rankings on top of that to back it. And it's such a freaking disgusting shame. This is just wrong. And again, I say this often, but I will just show you guys moving forward of how I am going to react to weekly Shonen Jump manga that don't have an anime backing. Like, I'm not going to be the guy rushing to talk about it. I don't care. It's like, it's, it's too painful. And I feel like I'm also cheating you guys out of like hey i'm telling you yo this shit is really awesome and then if it doesn't pan out then you know four months later you're there invested in a series that gets dumped out and it's like oh we gotta start from scratch again so i'm going to very much so as much as i love anime manga try my best to avoid talking about the newer stuff until there's an established fan base until i know that it's gonna stick around and that'll take some time sometimes i mean look masashi kishimoto samurai 8 lasted a whole freaking year in weekly shonen jump magazine and they still canceled they they threw Kishimoto out the magazine. So we gotta wait and see. But either way, I gotta stress that this is one of the most horrendous cancellations in Jump history. And I'm gonna start doing this from time to time in Forever News. In case you don't know, as of the release of this video, as you're watching it right now, unless you're watching it like a day after it's been posted, Black Clover's manga will return in one month, 24 days. And I can't freaking wait, man. I know a lot of people are like, yo, Forever, where's been the manga reviews and stuff like that? It just doesn't feel right right now without Black Clover. And I may do from time to time. I'll talk about a one piece i did talk about the boruto chapter recently i'm gonna talk about super i'm gonna slowly get back into it but i think until black clover returns i'll continue on here and there scarcely doing videos and whatnot on chapters in particular and when black clover comes back you guys might see a whole new spin on reviewing chapters that I almost can assure you, you're going to love. But yeah, Black Clover, uh, a month and 24 days, lads. We're almost there. Our magic gotta be that. Don't give up on waiting for the return because, yo, dog, woo, it's gonna be spicy. Y'all know how that cliffhanger went down. Then this one, I'm going to try to not spend too much time on because we do talk about sales every freaking episode of Forever News, but this is very, very big. This is a huge deal. I'm gonna be honest with you because Oricon has released their official half-year comic sales ranking for 2022, the top top 10 and things have changed things are shaking up obviously there's still another six months essentially of accounting to go before we get a full-on demonstration of the most selling manga of 2022 but based on the halfway mark some familiar faces and then a whole change like at the very least i would argue half this list is probably different than when we last saw it for the 2021 stuff so for starters straight off the bat number 10 blue lock with 1.5 don't we got the anime coming here soon is it next season or the season after that when blue locks anime drops it's probably going to affect 2023, being realistic. If it's a fall season, I can't remember. I want to say it's fall. Then probably moving forward into 2023, Blue Lock will be top five. So Blue Lock already showing that another sports series is on the way. And again, I got to just stress it's so crazy that that's Kodansha and not Shueisha that has the sports series of this generation. That's a big deal in anime and manga world. Then at number nine, My Dress of Darling with 1.723 million copies. A lot of people are like, what the hell is even that? I, I don't know. I'm hearing the anime is like okay-ish or whatever. It's just the title.
title and the art isn't appealing to me. I'm just uh, my dress up darling. I, I don't know. I can't I can't get jiggy with this stuff, my lord. You like how I did that little blend of like, you know, the British and the Africanism. Hey. Number eight, Kaiju number eight, 1.858 million copies. Wow. Again, no anime. Still doing the damn thing. No, I gotta repeat. <clears throat> no anime and still selling big. And that's something that I'm only about three or four chapters behind. Actually, after I finish this video, I'm gonna catch up with this one because I gotta start catching up on some stuff. I'm becoming a massive slacker lately, but without Black Clover, I feel lost, my lord. Number seven. Oh, finally, the English translation of that series that I pronounce because it's selling well all the time. It's Do Not Say Mystery. So, Mystery Tolonakari. Uh, 2.4 million copies. Dope stuff there. Then, considering the fact that this series ended two years ago now, this is annihilation. This is insane that if they dropped one volume right now, it would probably be top five without with releasing one volume. Demon Slayer, 2.5 million copies at number six. Do you understand the magnitude of how freaking incredible that is? Like, it has it ended in 2020. It has not released a volume this year. I don't think it released anything last year. Did it? It might have been one volume last year. I'm not sure, but either way, that is astronomical. That is insane. And that's why Shonen Jump is slowly, you know, going through the anime because they know they could still rock this for a while until they have to inevitably bring it back. Like, let's just be real. Money-wise, they are bringing Demon Slayer back with another manga. I'm going to keep on saying it. I don't know if it'll be the same type of story, if it'll be like, you know, a different era uh, in the future. They're going to bring that back. Come on, man. And financially, anybody in their right mind would be like, so this ended two years ago. It, it has an anime that's boosting it, of course. That's the thing that made it pop to begin with. But ended two years ago, number six. And this is why Shonen Jump is moving on with that model of end them now and then come up with the anime later. Look at what's happening with Marshall. If you think about it, it's almost as if they get to double dip, right? They get to get the manga sales, you know, little by little as it's going. And then they get to also have it completed and really push it as if it's an anime original. Because a lot of people that don't even know about manga, they're going to know that, oh, there's weekly updates of the manga. The manga will be done and essentially it's kind of like they're running off some pseudo anime onlys then top five we got my hero academia 2.89 i'm interested to see especially considering seemingly the my hero academia manga is supposed to end the end of this year early next year let's see where that lands 2023 2024 if there's no other manga because vigilantes just ended as well but still like you know i, I gotta get praise 2.89 considering the fact that right now i'm noticing that there is a massive switch happening where a lot of My Hero Academia fans are kind of giving it the finger, just keeping it a buck. It's like not as beloved as it was even six months ago. Th those are still great sales. Let's just see where it's going to go moving forward. I mean, I think in Japan, My Hero is pivoting over here in the West. I don't think so. Then number four, shout outs to Goat Piece, One Piece, 4.1 million. Oh my God, still to this day, no matter what, I don't care. Yes, One Piece used to always be number one. We're still four and we started in 97. One Piece fans don't feel bad. One Piece fans don't feel like it's all over look at it as yo dog we, we already like ogs the ogs is always gonna get a spot regardless and the ogs get a different level of respect like yo you can respect spy family you can respect my hero you can respect demon slayer you can respect everything on this list but you cannot respect it as much as you respect one piece simply because one piece been doing the damn thing longer than all of them and it's still a king and a god one piece fans i know yeah I take this sometimes personal and that's okay you know we, we gotta accept that some people this is really really important to them don't feel bad that like one piece is dead it's not it's very much so alive and an og and an, a different category it's in its own race at this point with itself then number three gotta give praise though i'm not gonna lie spy family 4.8 million copies 4.835 to be precise and i mean yo it was selling crazy without an anime the anime is the only anime anybody talks about this season of anime it's doing numbers it's going to hmm, could it pass the number two spot i think it could because the number two spot has slowed down astronomically Economically, and it's solely going to be combating Spy Family with like newer volumes that it releases because coming in at number two is Tokyo Revengers with 2.4 million more I want to say Tokyo Revengers at 7.2 million Tokyo Revengers I ain't gonna lie it's kind of crazy and uh, showing and a sign of the times right because yo we just did a lot of Shueisha titles in fact I want to say a good majority of this one is Shueisha titles but in order to at the very least it is something very notable to say that the number two spot is now occupied by a Kodansha manga that's very successful and number one Jujutsu Kaisen 9.3 million six months Jujutsu Kaisen Zero did it Jujutsu Kaisen Zero helped that get there 9.3 million copies oh my god hold on hold on hold on 
had to do it for him. I'm just saying that that is uh, amazing. Shout outs. And we'll see where this goes by the end of this year if these things could change around. I'm going to argue that probably there's potential for Spy Family to surpass Tokyo Avengers. Uh, Demon Slayer might slide down, I want to say maybe one or two spots, depending on what Kaiju releases and what happens with Kaiju. I think it's safe to say Jujutsu Kaisen is going to be number one at the end of this year. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But the only one that could possibly take it is Tokyo Avengers or Spy Family because they both have a lot of momentum. But Spy Family is so far behind, I don't know if it could get it done in six months. And Jujutsu Kaisen is probably still going to release another volume or two that'll accumulate another couple, two to four million. So we'll see. But as it stands right now, top five, Jujutsu Kaisen, Tokyo Avengers, Spy Family, One Piece, My Hero, Insane, top 10. Very mixed bag and I like it. Okay, next up, we got a new trailer from the upcoming Dragon Ball Super Superhero film and everyone is freaking going crazy right now over this because Goten and Trunks as teenagers is finally shown for the first time. I'm going to watch this trailer in its entirety for the first time right now. I've only seen like little bits here and there. I haven't seen the full thing. Let's react. Okay, so we got some text. We got Goku. We got Gohan. Okay, so this is some familiar stuff. Those two. Vegeta. Hey, Pan. Gohan. Again, they, they trying to sell. Oh, Mystic Gohan. Okay, okay. Gohan really going in. They really pushing this Gohan shit, but man, this the CG let. Ooh, oh, yo, that's what people are going crazy for. Two seconds. Oh, they really pushing this Gohan and Piccolo shit. Wow. People went crazy for like two seconds. Goten and Trunks is in that for two seconds. And if I'm keeping it real with you, I zoomed in on those two seconds and I'll have an image right here so you guys could just see what I'm talking about. Goten and Trunks, they look cool in terms of like, yo, they finally a little bit older, but the 3D CG at points looks so bad. And that's probably why they only showed it for a split of a second because I saw like thumbnails of it earlier in like the day and i'm like what why 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 it's like everything that fans have asked for that they never delivered they're delivering it but they're doing it that way so that way fans is like oh we'll we'll forgive the 3d cg because they look cool but they would look astronomically cool if it was in 2d yeah like, the trailer is dope. I, I ain't even gonna lie. The, the premise of the movie, it sounds I. It sounds cool. It sounds Dragon Ball-ish. It sounds like, you know what? Wow. And because I'm Fenev and I do this here, let me give you guys a demonstration of what I feel like a lot of expensive corporations are doing right now because of the times that we're in where the political landscape and the world is constantly shifting. But I have noticed with a lot of musical artists in particular that they're releasing experimental albums that some fans are kind of being mixed back and forth about. It. And I think it's because they're testing right now. Okay, because right now, which you have no idea how much politics and stuff like that around the world, not just U.S. politics, around the world, really shape certain aspects of what's going to happen moving forward. It kind of feels like, again, this is just a test and an experiment to see where the world is going and how it's received because they're giving everything fans would want. It's like, yo, everything we promised you, it's finally here. But it's in 3D CG and again when you look at a close up of Goten and Trunks they look <coughs> cool design the execution should have been in 2D and it would have been amazing and I hope that they redo this movie in 2D I hope that they've already learned that everybody is just not cool with it and they're actually going forward and already drawing like a 2D version of this arc like that would be kind of sick think about it if they was to do these movies in 3D and then redo the movies from 3D to 2D for the anime if they're doing that then I will support this movie through the moon and I'll support the next one and next one and next one if it's solely that they're keeping this 3d cg shit to the movies then why not whatever however if they start to we're bringing back super anime and it's like this i don't want this i don't but either way goten and chunks finally revealed some really epic moments between gohan and piccolo always going back to that classic moment of piccolo throwing himself in front of gohan it's like since toriyama won't really get involved too deep with the dragon ball production anymore like i remember three or four years ago he said yeah i don't gotta do nothing anymore i got a team now uh they they, they have to to constantly go back to the iconic moments because they, they don't have a creative that is going to make them get those ideas that is going to keep moving forward like you've seen the backlash with super like the average dragon ball fan usually says they love dragon ball but they can't get with super that's so weird although there's plenty of people that love super too now one piece fans that are waiting for film red a movie that's going to be an actual 2d animation and that we're all excited about unanimously because it's called red and it's about shanks and his daughter and i'm a father with a daughter and yeah like that's the movie for us guys one piece film red will have an announcement 
announcement that will arrive on June 8th, and the announcement will be made in a live broadcast on YouTube. What the hell could that announcement be on June 8th? Maybe another trailer, or maybe another big thing, maybe the big villain of the film, or maybe a big plot twist of Shanks somehow, even though, again, that's one of the things that with One Piece films, I'm always like, oh man, like, you know realistically, they can't go too far into the stuff we really want to see. Like, it would be insane if we're gonna get the big Shanks is what he is, whether he's good, bad, working covert, whatever it may be, you're not gonna get that in this film. And that's what they're playing around with the fans, like, you never know, you never know. I'm here to tell you right now, and I hope I'm wrong, but I'm not, that they're not gonna show you Shanks's card of who he really is in this film. We're probably gonna have Shanks at most for a scattered around the film, about 15 minutes, him standing around looking cool, saying something. They might tease that he's gonna run into Luffy, but let's be realist. We're going to this film to enjoy a One Piece film. We're not going to this film to get what we expect from the manga. Don't do it. You'll be disappointed. At best, we could get maybe something film Z-ish. That's the best One Piece film in my heart. So maybe we could get something like that, but don't expect that Shanks is working with the world government or Shanks despises the world government or Shanks is Luffy's great-grandfather's uncle's left nut. It's not happening. Nor is that actually happening in the manga either. <laughs> And quickly while I got you here, One Piece fans, apparently Oda is recommending some manga. And usually when mangaka recommends something, it's probably because they care, I I'd assume, about that manga and that story. Because it said here, Akane Banashi Volume 1 is being recommended by One Piece's Eichiro Oda. And I want to say that's a new series in Jump that just started. I'm wondering if they forced their hands though. Because I've noticed like, I think it was like Horikoshi recently recommended something. Like, I'm seeing a lot of them recommending different works. It could also be just like, friend thing like maybe the author of Akinabanashi or somebody that's working like and you know some of the staff or the assistants on Akinabanashi are like really really close to Oda and Oda's like oh no 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 I, I need that series to succeed for my mans my mans is over there shout outs to my mans so that would kind of be dope if that's the case I just hope it's not the editorial staff at Shonen Jump saying yo pick a manga and recommend it we need to push these things and your word holds weight like that would be kind of lame but yes people One Piece Film Red June 8th big announcement please be a really dope trailer with some really epic art and anime leading into this film i want this film like if it's dragon ball super superhero or one piece film red it is one piece film red 10 times out of 10 i'm just keeping it so real right now i know dragon ball fans don't get mad but it's that one piece greatness baby oda goda i put on for my city <laughs> Okay, so I seriously, seriously, seriously want you to pay attention to this one, and I want your perspective on this, right? Go in fresh with this one, despite what I tell you right now, because I feel personally like this comes across as a little bit of hate and opportunity. Hate an opportunity on both sides of this one. Now, in case you don't know, I've been championing the author of The Hunter's Guild Red Hood. It was a manga that came, it went, it got canceled in Weekly Shonen Jump, but it was absolutely amazing. The last few chapters were so meta. It almost felt as though the author was calling out the editorial staff down at Weekly Shonen Jump. It was just, it was phenomenal. Yuki Kawaguchi, and I just recently announced in the latest episode of Phenomenal News that, hey, there's a new one-shot coming from Yuki Kawaguchi, and I'm like, he's gonna be huge. In fact, I constantly throw some praise at him over on Twitter, despite the fact that he never talks back to me. Yo, Yuki, what's that about? This can't be a one-way relationship. But then I see this and I'm like, yo, is this hate or is it love or is it both? Because a part of me feels like it would be in an author's best interest, especially if they have a series in Jump right now and it's like successful, but not wildly successful, to probably hold back a potential star, a potential blowing, exploding star of a mangaka that I personally feel Yuki Kawaguchi is. I'm gonna read this to you and please just get a little bit, you know, questioning at the very least. According to Yusei Matsui's latest comment, which Yusei Matsui is the author of, well, formerly the author of Assassination Classroom that ended, and now he's doing that elusive samurai manga that, again, nobody really over here is talking about it in the West. I'm keeping it a buck. I don't hear nobody talking about elusive samurai. It's doing, like, mediocre-ish sales over there in Japan, but it's there. And it seems Yuki Kawaguchi, the mangaka of Red Hood, is now working under Yusei Matsui as an assistant for the elusive samurai matsui is also recommending kawaguchi's latest work nande nanda-san which okay let me explain because you're like yo fnaf there's no hate there no hate let me explain for starters that is so freaking awesome of him to give him opportunity that'll also keep him financially stable for the time being until he could come up with his next work absolutely great
great. However, if let's just say this job that he has with him has him that he can't work on and focus on his own stuff, is that going to be like Yuki Kawaguchi is kind of stuck under Yusei Matsui's thumb and Yusei Matsui is kind of big brother, little brothering him right now? That could be my pride. That could be ego speaking or something like that. But a part of me feels like I look at Yuki Kawaguchi as he's going to blow up, whether it be his next series or one after that. I feel like he's probably what Kohei Horikoshi was right before My Hero came out when he dropped Barrage and that flopped. I feel like we're here with Yuki Kawaguchi and with Yusei Matsui. Like, yeah, dog, you know, you under me now. Don't worry, guys. I got the little guy. That's how I kind of looked at it to a certain degree. But at the same time, I'm also very thankful that, okay, you're keeping him in the business. You're keeping him in the industry. You're keeping him paid. So I don't want to be completely immature about it. But yeah, discuss. Let me know. Do you see any issue with that? Is that too much of my pride talking, lads? Or is it that I just believe in Yuki Kawaguchi so much that I'm like, don't try and block his star because Elusive Samurai, you're going to have to move if you do so. But shout outs to both authors. And yeah, Yuki Kawaguchi, he's working as an assistant on the Elusive Samurai, even though he got a one shot coming. And before we end this episode, I just wanted to give a shout out to my guy, Fooly. He just recently dropped his Seinen Jump album. It's a hip hop album. I'm actually on there. I'm not rapping. I'm actually just like doing a little bit of an interlude on one of the tracks. Go check it out. It's on all streaming services right now. My guy been rocking with him for a long time. He's been working on this album for like two years. It's hip hop, but it's very anime themed and manga themed. And there's a lot of really good slaps on there. Like this joint Makima. 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 I still freaking love that. And if you're like a fan of maybe artists like Lil Uzi Vert, you might like this one. Okay, people. So get ready because it's about to be hectic. We're about to be talking about major change that is going down. A bunch of huge companies in the anime industry, including Wit Studio, the people that are currently doing Spy Family. They did the first three seasons of Attack on Titan. Likewise with Cloverworks, they did Promise Neverland, even though, ooh, but there's a whole bunch of stuff going down in the anime industry and much more. Definitely hit that subscribe button and that bell to get all notifications because I'm going to notify you as this story continues to develop what's going down. Okay, people, let's cut straight to it because there's a huge change that just went down in the anime industry with some of the biggest companies around. You name these companies, you know these companies because I was shocked when I heard about it. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And rather than wait for the big episode tomorrow, you know, Mondays and Thursdays when we drop official episodes of Forever News, I was like, okay, from time to time, I got to do these short episodes to let you guys know what's really happening right now. So let's read it so you understand exactly what I'm talking about and we'll move forward because this is big. Cloverworks, Wit Studio, Shueisha, and Aniplex form Joen Creative Company. Disclaimer. Animation Studio Cloverworks and Wit Studio publisher Shueisha and Sony Media subsidiary Aniplex today announced the establishment of a new company called Joen for planning and producing animation works including TV series, feature films, and short clips. An official website was opened with Japanese and English versions detailing the company's purpose, representatives, logo, and name. The name Joen is taken from three different Japanese words with that read a supportive role, aiding smooth facilitation, and support through connection. While the three lines emphasizing join in the logo are inspired by the legend of the three arrows, a Japanese symbol of unity and teamwork. By bringing the four companies closer together, Joen stated that it seeks to establish a better framework and creative environment for the industry that will ensure quality is maintained while the people involved are prioritized across all levels of production, including directing profits back to them. According to the statements on the Joen website, this will involve collaborating with various studios, producers, and creators to match the best production lines and creators to each project rather than moving all process through just one company. This is going to be major and this is going to be good in so many different aspects. For starters, if all of these powerhouse companies are coming together, right? Because in case you don't know, these are huge. Aniplex, huge. They, they're just a freaking conglomerate. Then you got Shueisha. Do I need to tell you what Shueisha is? Shueisha is the publishing company that has Naruto, One Piece, Bleach, Black Clover, My Hero Academia, Jujutsu Kaisen. You pretty much name majority of the big dogs. They have that too. So it's a publishing company. It's Aniplex. It's Wit Studio, an animation studio, and Cloverworks, which oddly enough, I feel as though both of those companies, but especially Wit Studio, we know for sure, but also potentially Cloverworks is that 
those studios were probably not doing well. Like for starters, Spy Family, while it's a massive hit right now, the only reason they probably were able to produce it and are probably producing it at a quality that people are really excited about is the fact that they're collaborating on this because Wit Studio had just announced that they were like, what was it, four or six million dollars in the hole or something like that? Like they just announced that not that long ago and then boom, they have to do a collaboration with Cloverworks. So now you combine that aspect with, okay, Shueisha and all of them. So that means that there's going to be a lot more capital to pass around which means also hopefully ideally the anime industry is actually going to potentially maybe pay animators what they're worth i'm, I'm, I'm just saying it's a crazy idea right they're like right now no that, no boku no no <laughs> okay boku no that no happen motherfucker like i i get it like you don't you know what i'm saying you, you're trying to keep costs down business capitalism all that good stuff yeah i understand it is how things work but this means that there's no excuse at this point like it's not like oh we're supposed to if all of you guys are working in unison now to create these things that also means too that we're probably going to get a lot more bigger projects and stuff like that because think about it right shueisha especially i say out of all of these ones i would argue shueisha is the one with the biggest bag then probably followed by aniplex and then probably the other two studios following that but if they are coming through with the big big bag then it kind of just alleviates a lot of different issues it's also going to bring a lot of projects also this could potentially mean for more crossovers like maybe certain titles that couldn't be touched i really wish i really really wish that studio piro was involved in this one if you don't know who studio piro they're the studio that do black clover naruto boruto tokyo ghoul i wish they were a part of this because if they were first of all probably shueisha would slap some sense into them like yo the the era of ongoing anime is over we're going seasonal now fam that would be good and also again the budgets would be there for let's just say even if they did decide to keep on going weekly they would have the money to be able to turn out really awesome stuff opposed to like hey okay you know we, we, we've got this weekly thing Boruto might look like he just I don't know suffered a stroke but here you guys go regardless this is going to be a massive win these projects that these studios have moving forward are going to have budgets this also could mean that Shueisha let's just say hypothetically speaking with this partnership they could now have any titles smaller titles whatever anime funnel through this project of Joen. This is going to be more marketing, more promotion, Sony being involved. This is a win-win all around. Honestly, this is really good. It's always better. As teamwork is always better. You know, the teamwork's the dream work. As cliche as that sounds, it legit helps move things. It legit makes things go a lot more smooth. And this could do nothing but benefit things now it would be a different story if it was like yo Shueisha just bought up all these companies or Aniplex bought up all these companies then it would be like whoa we're heading towards Monopoly but that's the exact opposite of this this is a win this could mean more projects that we are excited for this could mean crossover projects this could mean just so many different things and I'm here for it baby let's do it and something else that I'm also here for is the top 50 best-selling manga of the week, courtesy of Jose underscore Ken. And off the rip, a series that we just talked about not even a minute ago, Spy Family at number 50 with an official fan book coming in already strong. This is insane. Spy Family, the takeover, it's, it's wild. Spy Family is the only thing, I don't care what anyone says, the only thing holding down this anime season in terms of mainstream appeal, in terms of popularity. Nobody's talking about nothing else but Spy Family. That's it. It's like, there's Spy Family, and you might hear Fenev in the corner whispering Tomodachi game guys and then they looking at me like get out of here Fenev it's by family time then jumping up to 47 is One Piece volume 102 14,000 uh, bringing his total to 1.6 and it probably not probably it 100% won't hit 2 mil uh, before leaving the top 50 but still 1.6 not bad but just always again a reminder that One Piece is on the decline sales wise that's sad as it is then 46 is another familiar face Roroni Kenshin's Hokkaido arc uh, with 14,000 bringing it to 164,000 that is great man Kenshin to be selling at this particular point I am very excited about you know the, the Kenshin series I mean I'm not a fan of the manga cop per se but i'm a fan of roni kenshin so shout outs to roni kenshin i guess even though it's kind of hard to root for it because the manga does benefit from it and yeah different story don't want to get into the nastiness then places 40 through 31 for the most part not anything that is going to jump out at you immediately although i guess at number 37 is volume 2 of the inuyasha spinoff manga hanyo no yashahime aka yashahime princess half demon i uh, was 16,500 i bet they'd be looking at it like yo that's that's 
pretty much like free money, right? Because of the anime promoting it and stuff like that. And Inuyasha, they probably look at it like, I'm sure they would love for it to be 160,000 sales, don't get me wrong. But that's still like, dog, grab a competent writer that knows how to write some shit and slap these characters and, and move. Then we got places 30 through 21. Uh, for starters, let's go to number 29. Tokyo Revengers, volume 27, 21,835 in total. Uh, I'm gonna ask you guys, you think Tokyo Revengers, this volume in particular, is going to hit a mil before leaving the top 50? I think it could be done, but by the skin of his teeth, because this volume just ain't selling like the previous volumes were like flying off the shelves. Then at number 26, Jujutsu Kaisen, volume 19, 23,000, 1.6. It's crazy, dog. I don't care what nobody says. Jujutsu Kaisen right now is really the biggest seller when it comes to Shonen Jump at the very least. Like if you exclude One Piece, considering it has like 20 million years behind it, Jujutsu Kaisen is number one in Shonen Jump, especially of the new generation. It is holding it down right now. If, if it wasn't for Jujutsu Kaisen, I don't know what Jump would be doing. Then 24, One Punch Man, volume 25, uh, with another 28,000, almost 300,000. I've been hearing a little bit of backlash for One Punch Man lately, surprisingly. Like, yo, what's going on there? I'm hearing people are finally starting to see, hey, they, they went off the rails and they're not following one's original idea. And yeah, I fell in love with the webcomic and all of that good stuff. So I guess Murata, get back to one's idea. Then places 20 through 11 is just damn near almost entirely Spy Family. <laughs> Holy cow, volume 2, 3, 1, 7, 6, 5. And then number 13, Chojin X, aka the new manga from the creator of Tokyo Ghoul with 43,000 in five days. That's not bad at all. I mean, don't get me wrong. It'd be nicer for it to be closer to the 100k mark. But I think things are going to turn around because I've actually been hearing a positive swing for Chojin X. I've been getting comments of people saying, yo, Fenev, Suishida's finally getting in his bag. It's heading towards Tokyo Ghoul levels of greatness. So this is something probably I got to check back into because if Suishida finally took it to that level where people are saying, hey, it's getting to Tokyo Ghoul levels, that's something that I need to investigate. And then again, Spy Family taking 12 and 11. Shout out to Spy Family. Uh, then the top 10. Very, very interesting. At number 10, volume uh, 34 of My Hero Academia, 46,000 this week. In 21 days, 579. And I still got a fan out the wazoo for Star and Stripe. I love that gal. Oh my gosh, she's so amazing, Cassie B. Number 9, really, really awesome to see. Four Dice of the Apocalypse, volume 7, 51,000. That's good, especially, again, this is a spinoff. Especially, again, that the Seven Deadly Sins, you know, has just gotten a terrible name after all the terrible anime adaptations. So, for there to still be a you know 51,000 that are running out week one to buy a volume of a spinoff of a series with a bad name Nakama Suzuki must be in his bag uh then number four a couple of cuckoos volume 12 65,000 I think the anime uh is doing numbers I think the anime or is it out yet or was it the announcement that got people talking because I've been seeing that name a couple of cuckoos very frequently lately uh then number three fire force the final volume 34 and it's six day run 77,911 so that's really dope to end off and honestly, that is a crazy freaking cover. That shit is sick as hell, yo. Shout out to Fire Force. I can't believe it, man. Atsushi Okubo, this will probably be the last time we talk about him. Holy cow. Like, uh, oh, no, 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 I'm lying. Never mind. We got the anime and the video games, all that stuff. I don't know. I, my, my brain went silent for a moment. <laughs> and then Blue Lock, Volume 19, 90,000, which that's pretty much right now Kodansha's like biggest title. So Kodansha's biggest title week one can do about like a 90,000 drop, unless I'm bugging. Which, uh, again, it's crazy because their flagship title right now now it's a sports series like they're gonna be known by this generation as oh isn't that the magazine with the like sports manga in it <laughs> and then number one is uma musume cinderella gray volume seven i have no idea what the series is 132,000, but that cover does look lit and yeah very very interesting and different bag of top 50 best-selling manga of the week i had a good time with this one and drop a like for this segment because i love it lads and i know you do too mate and then quickly i had to throw this story in here i had to do it because i was like what what? What? Apparently, there was a dude that was so dedicated to Hunter Hunter, you know, the manga by Yoshihiro Togashi. And of course, you're familiar now, in case you aren't, go check back on the episodes of Phenema News that Hunter Hunter has returned. It is coming back. Yoshihiro Togashi, the creator, he got a Twitter account. He posted up some little parts of chapters and whatnot he apparently has four chapters all of that good stuff returning and there's this guy who live streams himself doing 1000 punches a day until hunter hunter resumes serialization and dude if you look at the picture this freaking crazy like he 
pretty much live streams every day doing a, a thousand punches and he went from uh you know look at his clothes or whatever two years ago 1.2 million views to just recent his clothes are like completely shred now that could be that he just did it himself because i don't understand like what the hell would you do punches that would make your clothes rip or whatever but that was freaking absolutely hilarious that this dude did like a thousand punches a day in honor of hunter hunter in two years <laughs> That's a good scheme, though. Let's just say, hypothetically speaking, he was pulling our leg, right? This isn't legit. He just did it once in a while or whatnot. He wasn't consistent. Either way, if I say right now, yo, dog, until the next I don't know, until Boruto's time skip, every day I'm gonna bench press 400 pounds, like, hey, you gotta believe me, right, I said it, some dude named Chris on the internet told me, by the way, Chris, that's a meme, I'm not poking at you, <laughs> but yeah, honestly, this was just something very, very odd, very funny, and I figured I'd share it with you, lads, and let's wrap this bad boy up with the weekly Shonen Magazine author comments, courtesy of Jose underscore K, for starters, let's jump into Negi Haraba's Ranger Reject, an assistant who helped me with Gotobon and I ran into each other at Apex and talked for the first time in a while. Okay, dope stuff there. Uh, then we got Yusuke Nomura, author of Blue Lock, pretty much the biggest manga in this magazine right now. I've always got Kodaku no Gourmet running when working at night. Is that like a show or something in Japan, maybe? Uh, moving forward, we got Hiromashima from Eden Zero, Fairytale Hunter's Quest. Three new projects of mine are on the move simultaneously. My guy, my guy. So the latter half of the year is going to be crazy busy. All of them are for new IP by the way and somebody sent me something but I can't verify if it's legit or not that there was some information in terms of like Eden Zero's anime and Fairytale 100 Years Quest and all that good stuff but because I can't confirm it I'm not sure but they did hit me with that so that's probably what he's referring to and either way I'm very very excited and I'm always inspired Hiromashima you inspire the hell out of me dude you're awesome and I hope you see this you're awesome Ganbate kudasai then we got Ken Wakui from Tokyo Revengers I bought a vacuum cleaner. It's a Panasonic and the smart brushes are awesome. Imagine he got paid to do that. Like Panasonic hit him up like, yo, we got a bag for you, dog. Just mention us in them all the comments, fam. We know that Fenever News is going to cover it. You better pay me, Panasonic. If you pay Ken Wakui, you going to pay me too. Then we got Kei Urada, author of Gachi Akuta. My back teeth are in pain. Also, volume one is out. Yo, dog, I love the marketing, yo. They're creative dudes to market. Like, you give us the pain and then you're like, by the way, volume one is out. Go support that shit. I saw it did about 12.7k first week. I don't think those are bad numbers, especially for Weekly Shonen Magazine. Go support that shit, bro. Then we got Nakama Suzuki, author of Four Nights of the Apocalypse. Due to certain subject matter, Seven Sins and Apocalypse, I've had the chance to draw a new character illustration. Interesting. Wonder what's going on there. Then we got George Morikawa, author of the legendary Hajime no Ippo. The fans of the Sanctuary team are Achilles. Don't know what he's referring to. Maybe his boxing tournament or something and we'll wrap this one off with yoshitoki oima from to your eternity it was amusing how i broke out in hives during golden week that does not sound amusing that is a very sarcastic comment and scary oh my god i hope you're all right okay people yes shonen jump canceled another one they canceled another manga and it's like yo seriously i feel like a broken record now every time i gotta come in here and tell you guys hey shonen jump just canceled another one except this one it's a little bit of a different type of case not to mention we got a whole assortment of stories anywhere from dragon Ball to Bleach related to the circulation of Shonen Jump. Like, it's madness in here. Before we get into this one, definitely hit that subscribe button and that bell so you always notified on Fenever News and anything related to the anime and manga world. I got you covered. But we gotta talk about this, fam, because things is a wee bit hectic, to say the least, in Shonen Jump. Y'all know, it's like I'm a broken record. Hey, guys, they canceled another one. Hey, guys, it's going to the end. Except with this particular case, keeping it a buck with you, it's like, hey, they canceled another one, except this time, no. Nobody cares. Now, obviously, I'm using hyperbole. There's probably a few people that are like, Forever World, please. You're being an asshole. I care. Well, that's fine, but... Yeah, because according to this, it says Protect Me Shugomaru by Daiki Ihara has officially ended in Weekly Shonen Jump issue number 27. And that manga, I want to say it came like maybe a week or two before Ayashimon. And it's 
out the door following Aya Shimon and it makes me wonder so hey they got rid of Aya Shimon they got rid of protect me Shugamaru is Doran Dororan next that 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 just goes to show right there that was a failed serialization round especially if Doran Doran leaves soon that is definitely a failed serialization round because Aya Shimon a lot of people are hyped hey Yuji Kaku's returning from Hell's Paradise oh hey, he's out of here then protect me Shugamaru it was like yo this is the dude that did Kwesuru One Piece he got serialized gone and then Doran Doran it kind of didn't really have the biggest greatest rep to begin with because a lot of people weren't all that invested and were calling it generic early on but so far of the three serializations it's the only one that is still here but next week it could be Bon Voyage like that One Piece ending that is like really awesome or was it an opening either way yeah it's gonna be curtains for Doran Doran unless it makes it for two to three more weeks probably Shonen Jump is gonna make it go and that's because of an even bigger issue because yes cancellations is terrible it pisses us off we want our manga we want the stuff that we invested our time into reading and even sometimes money to continue on and have the proper conclusions that the authors had in mind however the constant shrinkage of certain areas of the manga market is what is spurring this on i have no doubt in my mind because i here have some very golden information right here this is very extremely important because it is damn near the map of what's happening in the manga world in particular for the magazines that launch all these manga in case you don't know how things work oftentimes majority of times in order for something to get published in tatanko bond form aka volume form they basically release chapters in magazines like shonen jump weekly shonen magazine you name it shonen sunday they pretty much they're the ones that release the chapters and then eventually they release them in volumes and if they are continuing on it's because they were probably successful or the editorial staff believes in them however what happens when those magazines that are used as the launch pad begin to see a significant decrease in readership and that's where we're at with things right now and i'm looking at this right now this information that i'm going to show you in one second wow this is a real true to blue view of what is going on in the manga industry in terms of for these magazines like Shonen Jump and stuff like that. These are the big dogs. Because right here, courtesy of Manga Moguro Ri, it said print circulation of the three main weekly Shonen magazines according to the annual report on the publication market 2022. So this is again the big dogs, the three big dogs, which are Shonen Jump, Shonen Magazine, and Shonen Sunday. The three of them represent the three main powerhouse publishing companies over there, Shueisha, Kodansha, and Shogakugan. And I'm gonna tell you right now, we're gonna go from third to one third place i could see within i'm gonna give it 10 years it could be less it could be a little bit more but definitely within 10 years i could see that this magazine is going to be completely wiped out of existence at the very least in the physical form this magazine shown in sunday is just like <laughs> the circulation numbers as it stands right now are 194,000 copies and while that's still great that is for one of the three biggest shonen magazines over there one of the biggest magazines period that published manga so off the rip when i look at that and i think back to like yo dog at its peak for example shonen jump the biggest one would do like six million circulation numbers this is doing 194,000. that is not great at all that is not great at all in fact again i feel like that is the writing on the wall that physical publication at at the very least for Shogakugan Shonen Sunday is probably on its last legs. Like just think about it for a second. The biggest thing in Shonen Sunday right now that is probably keeping all of the lights on over there. Detective Conan. What happens when Gosho Aoyama says it's over? I don't want it no more. Now granted there could be somebody that could come in and they could say yo similar to like what's happening with Gogo 13. Somebody else is going to pick up the mantle and keep it going. But realistically dog people want a conclusion. They want the you know black organization to be found out who's in charge of that stuff people want the answers already and if they're gonna i mean they prolonged it a lot and don't get me wrong i'm sure there's a lot of people that like detective conan is pretty much like the simpsons to them they're gonna watch it every day after work or whatever the case may be regardless if there's ever an ending i feel at some point because it's a series that you know warrants an ending it starts off with hey there is a problem we need a solution to how are they gonna work that and once detective conan does go down the tubes or it ends or whatever the heck happens shonen sunday is going to hurt severely it's gonna hurt severely but then moving on on up moving on up to the east side <laughs> hey shonen magazine by kodansha with 
half a million, little over half a million, 515,000 copies circulation. Now, those are numbers that are a little bit more sustainable. Like Shonen Magazine from Kodansha will last a lot longer than Shonen Sunday because Shonen Sunday is doing less than 200. This is doing over half a million. So while that's still not sustainable because these numbers continue to decrease year by year, this will give them more time to figure things out. And on top of that, Shonen Magazine has made a severe increase and a severe comeback from being just completely behind with some of their titles series like tokyo revengers is bringing in readers series like even though it ended but fire force bringing in readers like those are the big dogs and then kodansha themselves you know they got attack on titan and stuff even though it ended and i'm sure they're gonna milk it with a spinoff at some given point that's just how it be like look at what's happening with nakaba suzuki's uh the seven deadly sins now he got four nights of the apocalypse like i'm sure they're gonna continue that but in terms of shonen magazine it has i believe to your eternity it has hajime no ipo it got some heavy hitters it has eden zero um so that'll be around for a while that's not great numbers but it's still a demonstration that things is going downhill and then the one that'll be here the longest clearly at number one um over all of them with 1.391 million copies shonen jump this right here i ain't gonna lie this is very important information i feel like we shouldn't have access to this information but we do because 1.3 basically let's just round it up right 1.4 million copies for that uh half a million for shonen magazine and 200,000 so 200,000 500,000 and 1.4 Literally, you know, Shonen Jump absolutely blows Shonen Sunday out the water. This is probably also why they're doing these collaborations now. We're seeing a lot of the publishing companies working together. Probably Shogakugan was like... If we don't do something, like, it's over for us. Let's band together and try to figure some shit out. But this is still an indication, man, from the days of Shonen Jump doing 6 million. And, like, I think it was even, like, a year or two ago, it was doing, like, 1.9. Like, it's continuing to decrease. And this is why, probably, Shonen Jump is a little bit more picky because they know they're at the lead, right? They don't want to lose that. Like, imagine if they just started decreasing all the way down to where Shonen Magazine or, God forbid, where Shonen Sunday is right now. They would be in massive trouble. They got a lot of business invested in all of this, not just you know with their manga volumes and stuff like that shonen jump are probably being more picky and being more cruel about you know letting series survive because it's like yo our numbers on the physical magazine is going down daily at the end of the day when it comes to this magazine probably yes they want big series to pop because of all the other business ventures but in terms of series that are gonna bring readers to the magazine if the ratings and the rankings are really bad and they're looking for series that are gonna help sustain these numbers in any fashion that's probably weighing on their decisions too that's probably why they're looking at even if a series sells more than the next man they will cancel that series if the rankings are bad because they're probably trying to save the physical magazine from going under as long as possible until the inevitable complete digital switch just like music did it like it's just taking longer for manga but the same way music went that nobody's buying a physical cd a tape or anything like that it's going to be the same way with manga and you know the volumes are going to be like a, a luxury item so to speak they're not going to be anything that is you know people like me where you probably can't see it but all of these freaking manga volumes stuff like that like that's going to be a thing of the past it'll only be people like me that did the hardcore thing that are going to still do that for the most part it'll be just like people just doing it digitally and it's kind of crazy but that's probably why shonen jump are the way they are where yo you got three months you got three months impress us make our numbers look good do something for us if not you gotta go lad which to that i say okay if that's the business model that you're rocking with trying to save the physical publication of this magazine that's all dope but you're missing out on a bag messing with fans so again they they need to do something to remedy that situation but hey here's a little bit of insight actually here's some very important insight as to why things are happening and series are getting canceled despite the fact that Shugamaru again nobody gives a fuck i apologize that was so immature of me please please understand i'm sorry I'm not sorry. Moving forward, let's talk a little Naruto. Y'all like some Naruto's, right? <laughs> Nah, I got a little bit of insight. We're going to keep it in the rumor pile, but from my understanding and the way this is passing around like rapid wildfire, this is probably legit and accurate that the Naruto franchise, they're doing something else with it that honestly, it didn't get the greatest feedback that I seen the first time around. And that's that, you know, that they did the collaboration with Fortnite, right? Like, hey, we got Naruto, Sasuke, Sakura. I think Kakashi was in it too. And yeah, like the uh, QB that you could, or Kurama, you could fly in him. I don't know if Kakashi was in it, but I know Naruto 
Sakura and Sasuke were in it. And either way, it was like a really dope drop that they had. Well, uh, rumor is apparently the same person who posted the Battle Pass leak posted minutes later that another Naruto collab will be released in June for Fortnite. They posted the image as a teaser for the collab. Recently, Epic began working on Kawaii 2 challenges. Kawaii equals Naruto challenges code name. And the characters that they're seemingly bringing to Fortnite is Kiba, Hinata, and Shino. And there's Kurenai in the picture, but I don't know if Kurenai will be in it. But either way, I'm like, mm, I don't, I don't, I don't care. I, that's not gonna bring me back to Fortnite. Not that I was the biggest Fortnite player in the world, but like even my nephew, like Joe, are you gonna go back to Fortnite for for Kiba and his dog? <laughs> Like, yo, and my nephew was, like, the biggest Fortnite head in the world, in the freaking universe. This kid was freaking in love with that damn game. But that's not going to bring nobody back to, like, it's a cool thing. And maybe they already made the deal and they didn't realize, like, oh, wow, like, <laughs> or maybe, who knows? Maybe the numbers were great. Maybe that's why, like, even I bought the Fortnite Naruto stuff for my nephew. So maybe those numbers were good enough that they said, hey, let's do some more. Although, why would this be your second choice? Why not, like, I don't know, like a villain pass or something. Like, uh, I, 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 <laughs> legit this doesn't excite me at all and like it's a rumor probably more reliable than just a rumor but we'll keep it just to be safe side rumor naruto more naruto stuff coming to seemingly Fortnite, and it's kiba hinata and shino Meh. like can we at least get like i don't know the last versions of them or the boruto versions of them like something more exciting like dog i play with these characters and a hundred million do you know how many naruto games had these kids in this shit you think i want to play on Fortnite with them you think i mean i guess for new kids that's what they're aiming for so hey there's that also for anime gaming content like there you go if that helps your channel or that's your bag whatever next up in some pretty freaking awesome news i know you guys love you some bleach right bleach is pretty freaking awesome well we got a little bit of news they're definitely revving up they're gearing up y'all know in case you don't we had a big massive trailer at the end of last year that showed us bleach is returning with the thousand year blood war anime while there's been some wild rumor circulating that i'm going to wait until we get some confirmation on it on what's going on behind the scenes with bleach ultimately something was released of something that they're doing that's going to be spanning until june 14th for bleach fans and again this feels like they're starting to get you know the the algorithms cooking so to speak like getting bleach into the algorithms getting people excited about it so that way when the thousand year blood war comes they'll be really hyped because this news for the most part is interesting but i feel like it's really only like gonna affect the japanese because according to this it says bleach is holding a public voting from may 31st to june 14th to select episodes from its original anime to be broadcasted during july commemorating the upcoming broadcast of Bleach's Thousand Year Blood War anime adaptation. And off the rip, first of all, I feel like what they're trying to do is because, like, you know, off rip, they gotta start, in my opinion, in order to really, like, you know, get some of these people that probably don't care about Bleach and they're gonna be called fake fans because they never watched it or whatever but probably in order to get some of those you know newbies that are gonna just jump onto bleach and never watch it or whatever it would be smart to put like a recap episode or stuff like that and they're probably thinking like okay we can use the analytics of people voting for their favorite bleach episodes take those bleach episodes air them you know leading up until the anime's return and those episodes since the fans love them already there's probably gonna be other fans that love them too so it's a smart idea using the analytics to see like you know what's the pulse like for bleach as it stands right now and also again to get things cooking up so all around this is a dope thing honestly if i had to pick it would be the the turn back the pendulum arc like that like that whole arc right there it was only a few episodes it was you know urahara's past and all that stuff to this day that is still some of my favorite stuff from bleach i have very fond memories of watching like I, it was like a summer i was just marathoning bleach and i remember just loving that arc it was so freaking good and then of course like ichigo versus aizen is another big one. Oh my god there's a lot of stuff of course the big reveal about aizen in the first one which by the way people were like hating off of that collab video i did where we was talking about villains and they were like oh why you didn't bring up aizen dog i, I talk about how amazing Aizen is all the time relax I could only pick one villain for that video chill bro chill but yeah I, I want to ask you guys if you could vote I and I think you can I'll link it in the description if you can for like the favorite episodes or the best episodes of Bleach which episodes would it be I think even the beginning when like uh Renji and Byakuya took Rukia back to Soul Society that was a powerful episode Ichigo the first time he unlocked his hollow abilities that was a powerful episode there's a lot of really awesome oh my god I should I rewatch Bleach let me know either way they're gearing up thousand year blood war y'all know it's happening and 
It's about to get more spicier, my lord. By the way, they also released an image alongside it that just says Bleach, Bleach Animation Best. And it was like screenshots in there from like a bunch of different episodes. I wouldn't be surprised if they already have some of the episodes picked out because I see right here they got Renji's fight from the Soul Society arc. They got a couple of different panels or, you know, screenshots from episodes that are very impactful. The first time Ichigo got his Zanpakuto, pretty much, you know, episode one. Yeah, this is going to be fun. Ah, God damn it again. Should I rewatch Bleach? I feel like rewatching it. Okay. Okay, now let's switch a little bit of gears. Let's go to some Dragon Ball stuff because this one has rocked the community over the last few days. And I was like, okay, y'all want me to report on it? I'll talk about it. Fine. Regarding something that was said uh, with Gohan and Dragon Ball Super. Now, a lot of people are taking this as, oh my God, what the heck is going on? I'm going to read it to you first so that we get clear understanding of what's going on. And then I'll throw in my opinion and see what you guys think. The creator of Duragumuru Dragon Ball Super confirms who the strongest hero is. Gohan has has been a wildly powerful character in the history of Dragon Ball, with the son of Goku being the first to discover the transformation known as Super Saiyan 2, destroying the nefarious cell and becoming a valuable protector of Earth in Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball Super. With the next movie set to see both Gohan and Piccolo in the driver's seats, creator Akira Toriyama has confirmed that he believes that the father of Pan is the current strongest member of the Z Fighters. The official Dragon Ball Super Superhero Twitter account shared a new interview with Akira Toriyama, revealing that the creator of some of the biggest anime characters around considers Goku's son to be the strongest hero amongst the Z fighters even though he doesn't have god key at his disposal. Gohan is actually stronger than anyone or so it's said but lately he hasn't really gotten a chance to shine. In order to motivate Gohan it takes his revered teacher Piccolo rather than his father Goku. I figured I'd try giving birth to a new superhero by putting these two in the spotlight through their intense battles with the Gamma androids. Gohan has a wild ride over the course of Dragon Ball Super first starting as a fighter who could barely maintain a super saying transformation but training his way back in a relatively short amount of time to reclaim his ultimate transformation which he discovered during the Majin Buu saga yada 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 honestly I feel like they're playing us I feel like Toriyama's just saying that because that's what the fans want to hear that's what the fans have said all along that Gohan was you know at the end of Dragon Ball Z for example he was the strongest but plot made it that Goku had to be the one to take out Kid Buu like that's just Toriyama talking I'm gonna just keep it real because that sounds silly maybe of the Z fighters excluding Goku and Vegeta if you're not counting Goku and Vegeta as Z fighters then I think that's unanimous yeah okay but if you compare those two alone uh if you want to say Broly is now a Z fighter technically because he's technically I guess not a bad guy anymore right I guess he was like uh honestly Toriyama this is another one of those Toriyama said some shit probably didn't even think twice it was probably a marketing ploy all those times anyways and Toriyama came to say some nonsense that again like yo Gohan is strong as hell like stop Toriyama please Please stop yanking our chain already. We get it. Y'all want you want us to watch the 3D movie, which a lot of people have been cooking me about talking about the 3D, but whatever I'll, I'll let it go fine you love you love it you want it fine whatever it, it looks awesome guys yeah then boy do I have a story that's going to make you probably laugh and question humanity even further because this is just a little funny side story it's a Japanese man that kind of went a little loquito mijo el, el no sabe lo que está haciendo diciendo esta mierda mira esto Japanese man spends $15,700 on dog costume to fulfill his lifelong dream of transforming into an animal for his costume the man Toko commissioned a Japanese company called Z bet which specializes in sculptures and models for movies, commercials, and amusement facilities, as well as TV costumes and mascots. The costume reportedly took 40 days to create. Toko also went through multiple rounds of revisions, including meetings and fittings for the costume. In an interview with Minavi, Toko explained that he chose a border collie costume as the long hair can mislead the human figure. So essentially, this dude has like his whole life fantasized about being a dog and bought this dog costume dog imagine dog imagine no pun intended on that one <laughs> imagine you're just like walking and you see like a stray dog there and you're like oh hey dog and the motherfucker looks at you and goes nani sore dog i would shit my again dog <laughs> This story, I am, hey, if it makes him happy and he's not hurting and bothering anybody, do your thing, fam. But it kind of just boggled my mind that this dude spent like almost $16,000 for a dog costume because he fantasized about being a dog. Japan, fam. Japan. Either that or he's trying to get in some shorties Japanese, you know what I'm saying? <laughs>
just think about a dog like yo he pretends to be a cute dog she brings and i said dog again oh god he pretends to be a cute dog she brings him over and then next thing you know he's trying to get a bone and i'll refrain from any more puns and jump straight into the shonen jump author comments of this week let's start off the rip i'm gonna give a little praise to shuhei miyazaki they're the author of me and roboco i'm so happy for the anime it's thanks to all of you who supported me i can't wait i feel like if they execute this right the memes and everything will be priceless and i feel like the marketing is going to be very very crucial for this one the the and everything the aesthetics is going to make or break this one if the aesthetics check and the way they market it checks this could be huge if it is like however if they just do it like a straightforward thing this will fall apart and me and roboco will be out of the magazine fairly quickly so i'm gonna keep my eyes on that one but then we also got but then we also got martial magic and muscles author hajime komodo the tori soboro bowl at sukiya is high in protein and low in fat so i can recommend it for those on a diet and i'm gonna write that shit down hold on the tori soboro bowl what what is that hro oda creator one piece said i get emotional over the transition from tomorrow never knows to fanfare congratulations on 30 years mr children okay i i, I don't know then jumping down we've got gen oska author of doran dororan the last survivor of the recent serialization round in shonen jump i've been listening to the show what did you eat yesterday over and over while i work it's relaxing uh isn't there a manga called what did you eat this morning or something or what did you eat today uh, yeah right yuji kaku author of ayashimon it's been a short time but thank you so much for reading my series see you again shonen jump eat a fucking dick hey yuji kaku you're not supposed to say that have some tact man <laughs> I wonder if that was just like a side project to see if he could get something going while he waits for the Hell's Paradise anime to come out. Maybe he's going to return with Hell's Paradise 2 or something. I, I I don't know. I've never really gotten into the series. I'm waiting for the anime. Even though I bought like a couple of volumes of the manga. Leave me alone. We got Gege Akutami, author of Jujutsu Kaisen. The new Doctor Strange movie was Super Sam Raimi and I loved it. And yo, it's kind of cool to see that this guy, Sam Raimi, like considering he got so much hate back in the day that he's getting some praise here. Even though I saw a lot of people saying otherwise and that Doctor Strange wasn't and all that but i've seen some praise and if gega akutami is praising sam rami well hmm now that I think about it, let me reread that. Hold on. With Super Sam Rami. That the, like it could be that this is Super Sam Rami in terms of like it's cheesy as hell. And Gege loves cheesy as hell. So there's that. Then we got My Hero Academia's Kohei Horikoshi. I adopted a cat and my life has suddenly gotten better. Thank you. Cafe Komaneko. And oddly enough, I've been recently changing my stance on cats because I was never the biggest cat guy, but I wouldn't mind having a pet cat. Is that weird that I never like cats, but now I wouldn't mind a cat? And we'll round it off with the latest cancellation of Dai. Ihara from Protect Me Shugomaru. Volume 2 of Shugomaru will be releasing on 6-3 in Japan. It has 13 pages of bonus manga, so please check it out. Yeah, he knew the writing was on the walls that this was getting cancelled because this is the author comments before the magazine that he's cancelled in. So he was like, let me try and get a couple of bucks out of these volumes that I printed in this bit. Like, go go buy that shit before I'm out of here. And I just wanted to end this off with a little bit more of Hiromashima greatness. The creator of Fairytale Eden Zero, Fairytale 100 Quest, Raid Master, video games. Like, this man is a monster. Uh, he recently posted posted a little bit of insight saying the new cast say you opening and ending have been decided for the second season of eden zero and it, the source was the last face of mashima i guess that this is like a place where he posts info about the upcoming stuff in his series or whatnot he said he wasn't sure how many chapters of the manga they were going to adapt for season two of eden zero but at the very least he's giving updates that a lot of things were in progress so ultimately we could expect a little bit more updates on eden zero season two and all that good stuff coming soon i'm just wondering how much longer eden zero is going to go considering the fact that eden zero is a seasonal anime and like with my hero you know it ran already what four or five seasons it was like the most popular thing in the world and now going into season six it's ending the manga and stuff like that so it's weekly shonen magazine going to start adopting that motto of ending it too or ending the manga while the anime is still airing or it's gonna be interesting to see also quick update on the anime bastard i just gotta give it to you because i'm really excited about this bastard anime it says bastard heavy metal dark fantasy and there here's a new main visual it says the first core consisting of 13 episodes will be distributed on netflix on june 30th worldwide and oh, i really really hope netflix gets this one right like bastard is so freaking dark snyder oh my god i am so excited please netflix don't hold no punches please make this shit good please 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 like if we got an opportunity to see some Dark Snyder and, and see Bastard all over again in a brand new anime, I want it to be greatness. It's what it deserves. 
Bastards. But yeah, people, June 30th, get ready. I, I, I encourage you, watch Bastards. And yeah, people, those were the stories we have for today's episode. Curious what you guys think. Most important story, favorite story, anything that I didn't cover that you're like, yo, Fenev, why you ain't covered that? Let me know. That's all I have for this one. I'm Fenev World, and as always, people, have an awesome day. And remember the golden rule. Anime and manga for life, boy. Have an awesome day. Peace in. And you guys just watched another episode of Forever News. Have an awesome day, lads. Don't forget to subscribe and hit that bell. Yeah. 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 Yeah.